They're fancy uniforms. And remember what got you here. Focus on the fundamentals that we've gone over time and time again. And most important, don't get caught up thinking about winning or losing this game. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. It's another edition of the New Hampshire High School Hoop Show. This is a second Live on ESPN New Hampshire Radio and on demand online at n8sportspage.com. When we step on the floor, every second that clock is ticking, we are pedal to the metal. From Londonderry to Lebanon, Nashua to Newport, Summersworth to Salem, and Keene to Kennett, the New Hampshire High School Hoop Show covers all the teams. We run the ball, we pressure the ball, and most importantly, we control the tempo of the game. With Pete Derrier and Dave Haley on ESPN New Hampshire Radio and online at edgesportspage.com. Good morning and welcome to the debut edition of the New Hampshire High School Hoop Show. We do it for you live on the radio each and every Saturday morning during the season between 9 and 11 a.m. Normally from our ESPN New Hampshire studios in Nashua, but a special event today going on. The fourth annual Coaches for a Cause Jamboree to support New Horizons for New Hampshire, the Soup Kitchen, Food Pantry, and Homeless Shelters. We've got uh, 12 teams coming in to where we are right now inside the uh, Crocker Wellness Center on the campus of NHTI in Concord. My name is Pete Terrier, along with Dave Haley, and uh, it is your Christmas, basically, Dave, <laughs> the start of basketball season. A bunch of teams uh, got underway last night in uh, Division Three and Division Four of boys basketball around the Granite State, but we got 12 teams coming in today, uh, tipping off at noon. Uh, six games, one after another, right here at NHTI, and it's all to help raise money for a great cause in New Horizons. No, it's a big day. This is it. It's basketball season too, man. I started. I started a little early last night over in Epping. Yeah, you were at a game. The uh, house that Ryan Gatchel built. Yeah, <laughs> one of twenty games around the state of New Hampshire in boys basketball. And we'll get you the scores for all of those. But first, let's talk a little bit about the coaches for a cause jamboree. A reason we're here at NHTI this morning. Uh, we will be joined by Paul Hogan who is the athletic director and the head men's basketball coach at NHDI. They were kind enough uh, to host the event this year in the beautiful facility that is this Crocker Wellness Center. You could probably hear the basketballs dribbling right now because there is a, uh, a kids' clinic going on right now. They're teaching some skills. Uh, the NHDI men's basketball team is in there showing a little fancy dribble action. Did they teach you that when you were growing up as a young kid in Guilford? Al Samoz taught me in Guilford. The old Merrimack coach was my gym teacher in Guilford, so that's where I began over there. But, uh, no, it's going to be good today. Spalding and Pelham getting it on at, uh, at noon. McIsaac should be hyperventilating by 12.04 when Cal Conley rips his first three. And then uh, and then we go on from Londonderry, Hollis, Brookline from there. And uh, I'm excited. You know, we had our previews for Division Three and Division Four. We had more. This is kind of interesting. And so inside baseball info, you and I see the raw numbers of NH Sports page. We had more people read our division, my Division Four basketball preview than either of the Division One in two days than either of the Division One and Division Two football previews in a month. 
So that's how many people read that D4 preview. A lot of people. What does that tell you? I mean, it just tells you basketball. that there's more people, at least that go to NHSportsPage.com, that are interested in basketball. I guess I, we've always seen the bigger numbers. We had record-breaking numbers for football. Um, you know, I think, what, we have around 3,000 unique visitors a week. And for basketball, I suspect we're going to see 5,000. I mean, think about what the D1 preview, when that comes out next Thursday, how many people are going to read that thing? Because, I mean, those are the bigger schools and so forth. So, so anyway, it's cool. I mean, this is what we do. Uh, McIsaac uh, called me the John the Baptist of Division Four basketball, and I did not disappoint last night. I was texting with a bunch of coaches and a bunch of players. Uh, Dagan Lurvey shot me a message last night from Groveton. He said, I told you we were going to take care of business tonight. They had a good win at Portsmouth Christian, but... No, I'm excited to go through <laughs> the NHIAA website was beaten last night. That was the, that was the biggest the biggest casualty of last night. But they're back online. That site looks great. But uh, that crashed last night. So Pete Terrier's been hustling to get me scores. Uh, and we added some stats on NH Sports page. Um, I don't want to spoil the uh, the upcoming uh, scoreboard, but your leading scorer this morning, Division Four basketball, would be one Cam Dara, who scored. 40 points last night. Oh, we'll tell you all about that one. And uh, the rest of the scores from around the state of New Hampshire. We've got Tim Glenday manning the show back at our ESPN studios in Nashua. He's going to fire up that Beals Insurance scoreboard. Dave will tell you what the heck's going on or what went on last night around the state of New Hampshire. Are you ready? The Beals Insurance scoreboard brought to you by Beals Insurance Agency with locations now in Bedford and Londonderry. Visit BealsInsurance.com. Why did you put this score first? You really gonna make it? It was the this game first? of the night. <sighs> the Belmont Red Raiders went to Guilford, my hometown, and broke hearts. Double overtime. My Guilford Golden Eagles fought back in this thing. They were down early. By the way, the halftime score of this game was eighteen to sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Opening night though. Belmont Red Raiders, Trevor Hunt and Matt Pluskis had seventeen points each. Hunt had a big game. Uh, didn't shoot great, but he had a ton of rebounds, worked his butt off. And the Belmont Red Raiders with a 60-57 win, double overtime. David Hart hit a big three for Guilford late in that thing to get it in overtime. But the Golden Eagles fall to 0-1. Guilford's got Laconia next week and then at Stevens. So my Golden Eagles, are, they could be 0-3. Uh, Hopkinton with a 66-58 win. Steve Signor's first game as head coach over at Hopkinton, replacing Dave Chase. Hopkinton with the win. His son, Zach, is a uh, point guard in that team. So Hopkinton was a 66-58 win over Mananuk. Mananuk's got a kid by the name of Joe Minson, who's a real good player. Uh, Messinic, who we may be seeing on Tuesday night. Are we announcing this? Uh, I think Tuesday night. I'm, I'm all dressed up. Conan? No place to go. Do we have a videographer? Yes, we do. Jennifer Check. Then we're doing this. So I'm in. We're there. So we're going to we're head out to Messinic, where they love their Pete Terrier. Uh, it's going to be on Tuesday night. They're taking on Conan. Messinic with a 75-45 road win over Raymond last night. Uh, freshman Trey Shaw had 20 points. <laughs> His first varsity game. This kid's going to be good. Uh, Damon Gibson, uh, first team All State guard, 19 points for Messina. They're uh, num- number three in the preseason. They're going to be very good this season, and we're going to go see him. They're going to take on the Conant Orioles. Uh, Eric Sauce here, an impassioned plea with me on the phone for about 30 minutes trying to convince me that Conant was going 9 and 9 this year. But they're 1 and 0. I wasn't buying it. 59 47 win over Fall Mountain. Conant's young. They only got JP record back, you know, from last year, but. They're Conant, and they're going to play hard. They've had a pretty good preseason. Uh, Mascoma with a huge 73-40 win over White Mountains last night. My preseason co-player of the year in Division Three, Alex Schwartz, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. He didn't get it by accident, folks. Uh, Mascoma with a 73-40 win over White Mountains. Jim Barry with a good W there. Interlegs a lot. Sanborn a little. And Pete, small little world here. 
getting text messages last night from Mike Rathgaber, the head coach at Interlakes, about the game last night. Who was my bartender at Telly's when McIsaac and I were there? The daughter of the Sanborn coach. Really? Yes. The <laughs> Vicar's daughter. Yeah, 88-51, Zach Swanson, Ryan Kelly, each scored 22 points. Remember those kids from the fall? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Swanson's a monster down low. And Ryan Kelly... I think it's going to have a big year scoring the basketball. They scored more than any team in New Hampshire high school basketball. Interlakes is legit. Yeah, Interlakes is legit. And we're, we're going to go out and see those guys early on in the season. Winnesquam with a 44 41 win over Laconia. You're excited about this, right? I was so excited when I saw this. Tommy Marchese, 17 points. Not Marchese. 44 41 win at Laconia. That's a good road run for Winnesquam. They got a couple of kids out uh, with. With uh, eligibility issues and injuries and so forth and so on. So that's a good one for Kevin Dame. Um, nice W over there. Uh, Laconia, I think, is going to be pretty good by the end of the season, but not good. Now, this is my first official. Now, we know the season has begun. This is my first official. This can't be a right score. Summersworth, 75. Berlin at Berlin, 44. My friend Rob Fossey, are, are we sure that's right? I'm, I'm dubious. The last time I did this, it was a Goffstown score, and everyone from Goffstown was like, yeah, it was right, it happened. I think it was Goffstown beat Lebanon a few years ago, and I was like, no, I can't be right. Well, I know we had one for football this year that was, it was actually wrong. It was like someone blew someone out, and it, they had it the wrong, like Concord beat Goffstown or something like that. That's exactly what it was. It, it was in football this year, and they, they did have it mixed up, so Trying to confirm that, but according to the NHIAA the website. The with a 75-44. If they went up and won in Berlin by 31 points on opening night, then I have heavily underestimated Summersworth. But we'll see, because I think Berlin's going to be pretty good. Uh, Newport with a 43-30 win over Newfound on opening night. They get a W there, and that's the Division Three scores. Move on to Division Four game that we were at last night. John, uh, the great John Kesty with the highlights already up on NHSportsBase.com. Littleton with a come-from-behind 65-54 win over Epping. We're going to have Nick Fassett on uh, in the second hour, new head coach at Epping. But this game was uh, Epping led by seven points with five minutes to go. Logan Briggs looked completely gassed because the kid practiced three times because he's had a, a broken foot. Uh, he's just coming back from it, but London, uh, Littleton played like champs at the end, and Cooper Paradise, it, it, that's a kid that the box score isn't going to tell you how well he played. He really controlled the pace at the end of that game. Gabe Anon had a really good game, 15 points for Littleton. Logan Briggs, 15 points, 10 rebounds. He probably had eight blocks. Gabe Anon, 14 points, 11 rebounds. Both had double-doubles. Uh, I think Cy Kazarian had about 14 points as well. The box they, score. I think they had five players in double figures. Yeah, Danny, uh, Danny Kubikowski, who is Kuba's little brother, uh, Danny Kubkowski, um, uh, had a big, had a good game as a freshman, a lot on breakaways. So Kuba was there last night. Danny Brammer was there in the sense, because I think they all go to UNH. Mm-hmm. So they, they all came down. So a uh, good win for Littleton uh, on opening night for Trevor Howard, who had about a million things he wants to fix in practice this morning. But that's a great W. 65-54. Highlights are on nhsportspages.com. Groveton. My Groveton Eagles. Boy, they're not happy in Littleton that I picked Groveton number one. Really? No. I think the comments were, we never lose to them. How are they number one and we're not? And I'm like, oh, let's see how it plays out. Groveton. Don't they play Monday? No, they play Colbrook. That's wrong. They said that on Twitter, but no, they play Colbrook on oh. Tuesday. Oh, um, they don't play each other? No, they play each other during the season, but they don't. They play twice, but they don't play. They don't play on Tuesday. I think okay. the Littleton on Twitter said they were playing Colbrook, but I hate to correct Littleton, but they're wrong. Our buddy Greg Fillion. But uh, Groveton with a 66-44 win over Portugal Christian. I haven't got all the stats yet from. Uh, from Mark Collins, so I don't know who led him in scoring and so forth. I'm sure Mark got home last night about 2 in the morning, but that will all be up after today. Woodsville with a good win, 48-41 at Wilton. Trey Carrier had 20 points. Sam Pushy had 18 points for Woodsville. They had to slow it down 
Wilton, the thing with Wilton is their depth. You know, with their fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh guys, are they going to be able to, you know, play at a, at a high level? Because um, they've got a good point guard over there, and then, you know, Carrier is terrific, and then uh, uh, Sean McClure as well. Uh, good win there. Austin Burt with a game-winning at-the-buzzer layup to win it. The Lisbon Panthers, your Lisbon Panthers, America's team, 46-45 win over Sonopee last night. Josh Woods, 23 points. He had five three-pointers. Lisbon battled, stayed in this thing, and got a good win on the road for Sam Natty. How high was Sam in your conversation we, we, after that game? We talked for 45 minutes last night, so he's pretty fired up. I mean, usually he, he doesn't spend as much time on his team as everybody else's, but last night he actually... He was pretty excited about it uh, until he realized he plays Woodsville and Littleton in his next two games and <laughs> kind of came down to earth a little bit. Pittsfield with a 76-20 win over Pittsburgh Canyon last night, as we mentioned earlier. Cam Dara, 40 points, 8 three-pointers. Mikey Martin, no, is that good? Eight three-pointers? Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty Not good. bad. <laughs> Not bad. Cam Dara with 40 points last night. Good win for Jay Dara's team, who I like a lot. Uh, they got a kid, Whittier, who plays down low. It's just a moose. I think that kid's going to be pretty We're going to go to Pittsfield and cover a game. Absolutely. We're definitely going to cover a Pittsfield game, uh, hopefully in Pittsfield. Yeah, I want to do it in Pittsfield. And then uh, they play Newmarket a couple times. They play Farmington, which would be fun. That was an old-school rivalry. So, anyway, we're definitely going to get out and see those guys. I want people to see Cam Dara around the state. Uh, Newmarket with an 83-55 win over profile. They just jumped on. I think it was 27-7, to something like that, after the first quarter. Anthony Sensenbaugh was a machine. He had 29 points. I think he has 15 rebounds. Uh, big win, Jamie Hayes' team, 83-55 W there. Moultonboro, uh, Matt Swedberg's here, 51-48 win over Scott Kerr's Newt. What is Newt? The Rams? Yeah, the Newt Rams. Johnny, Joey McClay's three-pointer at the buzzer won it from Moultonboro. Division 4 is so funny. It's all little brothers. Yeah. So Johnny McClay, and now we got Yeah, Joey when I McClay. saw Joey yeah. McClay, I was like, it's got to be Johnny's little bro. So good win from Moultonboro. Uh, last night, Adam Thurston gets his first Division 4 win with a 55-44 win over Hinsdale last night. Uh, Kyle Rideout, the, the 6'5 center for Hinsdale, may be out for the year until at least, at least January with an injury. So sorry to hear that. Tigers get their first win in D4. Chris Demers. Uh, Demers with 16 points. I think Thurston may be uh, popping in here tonight as McIsaac rolls in here, getting ready for a Spalding uh, game at noon. Colbrook with an 81-28 win over Concord Christian last night. I'm just going to safely assume that Jose Alvarado had 15 steals last night. I'm just going to throw it out there. It's proved me wrong. Uh, but Colbrook with an 81-28 win. Like I said, they play Littleton on Tuesday night. Uh, last night, Derryfield with a 71-30 win over Gorm. Sam Anderson, Jeff Pratt. Eats had 16 points. Anderson had 12 rebounds. Andrew Dubral, 10 points as well. Bryson Raymond with 22 points. And my buddy Lance Laguerre, who I love that kid, he had 8 points for Gorm. Nice kid in the entire world. Love that kid. He sent us the stats last night. Only two kids on Gorm scored. And he just said, I hope you had a great night standing up. Nice kid. Wow. He had 8 points. Um, and last, Mount Royal. Yeah. Seeing this for the first time. Welcome to NHIAA. Look at you. You surprised me at the end. Mount Royal with a 46-42 win on my Lenwood. The Knights win their first ever varsity game. Andy and Alex Normandon, 16 point seats. And if you've ever questioned Pete Terrier, he just got you Mount Royal stats at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I had to search. done, sir. I had to search hard for a lot of this stuff because, you know, I usually go to Union Leader, uh, National Telegraph, Concord Monitor, Seacoast Online, Valley News, you know, for yeah. the uh, the Upper Valley region scores. Uh, there's a number of different uh, publications that I go to online mostly to, to look for the scores. And I get them from the coaches, it, it was yeah. It was slim pickings, and I follow Twitter. But the thing is with Twitter, you got to be careful because a lot of people, you know, with the uh, the – 
the you, you screw up. You know, you said something like uh, the Lisbon Panthers ha- gave the best record. Like it was just a typo in your oh, tweet. Oh yeah, you know. So someone yeah. might have the score, you know, messed up or well, whatever. Little yeah. So little, you got to be careful with those Twitter scores and the Twitter updates. Little shout out by the way to my man Colby Wilson, uh, who was great last night, color commentator. I was wondering how he would do because he, he seemed great. pretty quiet, like a, a quiet kid. Well, John, John cut cut him a little tight sometimes, you know, and, and so he had some stuff to add that maybe didn't get into the highlights. But for those people that do the gold level membership, get to see the whole game. I know all the coaches do it, uh, so they can scout out these teams. But uh, he he was great last night. He was not pleased at the end that Littleton went on that nine nothing run to finish that game. Right, Colby was a little down, but no, he was good. Dylan DeRozier was in the house last night. Sean Young came over, so. Uh, we had a good time last night, but uh, shout out to my buddy. It was great seeing him. And after the game, he said, I want to do this again with you. So we got a new color guy, Colby Wilson. So, yeah, you're right. But I was just going to say, I'm tweeting. I'm doing play-by-play. You know what I mean? Because it ain't easy doing all that stuff. It ain't easy doing all of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, good job with the scoreboard. The first one of the year is in the books. We'll get you the uh, Beals Insurance scoreboard again at the top this of the hour. This little girl drove the ball. It's so cute. I know. And, you know, this is a bad way to start. They McIsaac just ripped a Pelham banner down in the middle. What are you doing, man? He's roughing, this is for our, he's this roughing is, up the... This is for a charity, man. Like, no one from Pelham's done anything to you. Listen, it's go time. For the second I, for the second I get rolled out of bed. I it's put, only 9.15. The I game's put, not till noon. Yeah, uh, greatness never sleeps, Dave. Are you doing this game on McIsaac on Sports and the the PA announcement? I should be. I mean, if if anybody could pull it off, it'd be me. But uh. I'm surprised that that that's not happening. Listen, we're gonna have enough Spalding games on the McIsaac on Sports Network. Don't don't worry about that. I'm gonna ask a favor today. You need to announce Mikey Martino's name at some point in your wrestling voice. That would make his year. We'll see. Look at how happy he is. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Listen, we don't want to give away the store right off the bat here, Dave. All right. Calcon lead for three. I mean, you're gonna hyperventilate. So Justin is the world's <laughs> most uh, demonstrative PA guy, and he's gonna be doing all six games uh, public address today here at NHTI, the Coaches for a Cause Jamboree. And I think you did this by design and put his Spalding Red Raiders, his Fighting McIsaacs, in the opening game. Was that like uh, part of the contract? Quite frankly, that's insulting. It he should is. be in the final. It should be the main event of the evening. Don't wind him up. But you got what do you got? The main event. What do you got? Nate Camp going last. He's not a main eventer. Nate Come Camp's on, playing second. I got the Kirasage Cougars going last against Bedford. Uh, Nate Nate Camp's coming on soon, yeah. Yeah, he's actually going to join us uh, at the bottom of the hour, but uh, we'll just run down the matchups today for the Coaches for a Cause, Jamboree, NHTI, in Concord, six games, all the uh, proceeds going to uh, benefit uh, New Horizons for New Hampshire, the Soup Kitchen, Food Pantry, Homeless Shelter in uh, downtown Manchester, 199 Manchester Street. We got Spalding and Pelham uh, tipping off a D1 Final Four contender for sure, and uh, Justin's uh, fighting McIsaacs. That's right. Taking on Pelham, the two-time but not defending champs in Division Three because they're moving back up to Division right. Two this year. So Spalding Pelham is the first game at noon. Second game, really interesting game. Jake Coleman and the Londonderry Lancers taking on Hollis Brookline, a yep. real good team out of Division Two. I talked to Mike, and then Londonderry D One. You got Merrimack and West uh, Merrimack D One, West D Two, Portsmouth against New Mission, Massachusetts out of Boston. That's the four thirty game. First time a team from outside New Hampshire is going to be in. 
this tournament. And then we got Winnicott at Lebanon, a good matchup, D1 against D2 contenders, 6 o'clock. And then, as we just talked about, Bedford and Kearsarge. We're going to – I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, we've got no. Paul over here trying to run a clinic. Justin, you're going to have to give him your headset. We have your hamstring. Well, there's, 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 there's few people I'd give a headset to, but Paul Hogan is one of there them. There you so. go. So Paul, uh, Paul's going to break down having to guard Dave Haley in 1988. This is going to be fun for the next 20 minutes. We're just going to go through it. This will be fun, right? No, no. Keep you on the perimeter. That's <laughs> it. And, and go right at me at the other end of the floor. <laughs> that will actually make you run. <laughs> Whoever Haley's guarding, you're getting the ball. <laughs> so Paul, first of all, just want to say thank you for for you know letting us use the facility here at nhdi uh, in concord it's a beautiful beautiful facility the whole campus is awesome and when we came to you you know i think last spring or whatever and talked to you about the idea of maybe doing this coaches for a cause jamboree event here you were all about it you want to showcase the fine school you have here at nhdi to the high school kids the parents from all over new hampshire and what better way than to have 12 different teams coming in here to really officially kick off the high school basketball season so we want to thank you so much for having us well it's great to it's great to bring in uh our friends from new hampshire and beyond the borders to see what we have here but uh you know a little hospitality it's a great cause it's just a tremendous cause with what's going on what you have been working on over the past few years so to be part of that is pretty special and for uh although we're we won't be able to stay for the whole thing because we have a game our last game of the semester in albany so we're going to be heading out later in the afternoon to stay overnight for our game uh our players are excited to you know watch some basketball they certainly know a lot of the kids and uh we love having special events on our campus how many how many new hampshire kids do you have on the team this year it's about 50 percent we have uh, nine kids uh on the team and uh, another seven kids from out of state okay How's the season going so far? Uh, terrific. We're 11-3. and three. Uh, We're ranked, uh, last night we were ranked seventh, so we, we slipped from four to, uh, to seven nationally. Uh, we've, we've got a nice team, uh, good balance, and as long as we can stay healthy, I think we can, and, and stay together, we can make a good run at our conference, conference title, certainly uh, a team to watch at the end of the season. We're exciting. We're very exciting. We go from baseline to the other baseline, from defense to offense, in a blink of an eye at times. It's just amazing uh, how fast we can be, especially if you've got somebody like a Andrew Cash who's shooting at the other end right now from Mascoma High School who uh, was a terrific football player, and uh, this is his second year. He is lightning quick. So when he comes into the game and we go a little change, change, change the tempo up a little bit, it, we, we really are fast. Now, has he told you, I'm sure that there's a pretty good player at Mascoma right now in his senior year. Yeah. Dave was just talking about Alex Schwartz, who just had 29, and, you know, uh, he's a stat 12, 12 stuffer for sure. Assists, yeah. Yes, and um, you know I'm going to stay within the boundaries of the, of the rules. But Pete, he don't a, break any he is rules. A, he is a terrific player, uh, and uh, we look forward to watching him play. Now, what do you look to get? I mean, I know you have to leave to go to Albany, but what do you look to to get out of something like this uh, as a as a coach and an athletic director at NHTI? I mean, just the opportunity to get some of these kids in this facility on this campus for the first time. That's that's. I'm sure pretty appealing. Well, anytime you can make new friends, it's good. And if people come and they see that it's a nice gym and they see the campus, most people don't realize that we have uh, 
you know, uh, uh, it's such a big campus, 250 acres, a lot of green space. We have a, a pond that people fish and swim and do all sorts of things. We have the boat ramp. We have all these ball fields, the soccer fields, the baseball. We, we have the largest community college athletic program in all of New England. Wow. And we're non-scholarship, so we really offer a, a unique experience for the New Hampshire kid, student. Uh, and we have over 60 degree programs, so you know it's not just about the basketball piece. If we get a basketball player, great, but it's about all the other things that we have going here. Our, our terrific programs in computer technology and sports management and business and education and so forth, and our affiliations with the four-year. Uh, colleges and universities here in, in New Hampshire, but beyond the borders as well. So we are the largest of the community college. We have resident halls. We have three of them, and the other schools do not, our counterparts, our sister schools. So that's one advantage that we have. Uh, NHTI is uh, just $200 a credit for an in-state student, so it's pretty inexpensive in comparison to uh, many other situations. And beyond that, the, cl the class sizes are small. So that's a real plus too when you're sitting in a classroom of you know anywhere from 12 to 25 with a professor that you actually get a chance to get to know that's that that's very unique people be able to get information today because there's a lot of parents coming in today a lot of players and so forth yes we'll have a table out in the lobby set up so there'll be information and uh we'll certainly if anybody is missing or has questions uh, while i'm around certainly i'll i'll make sure that uh, i'm available uh to hand my business card out and so forth and answer questions. You know, one of the things that, that I would be interested in, if I could go back in the time machine 30 years or whatever and go back to high school and when I'm thinking about where I'm going to go to college, the sports management program that, that you're in charge of here, Dave and I both had the opportunity to come here and speak to those students about what it's like, you know, my perspective being in radio and, and nhsportspage.com for Dave. That was a lot of fun just kind of getting up there in the auditorium and just talking to these kids who want to do something like this someday down the line. Uh, we didn't have the heart to tell them that there's no money in it, but <laughs> if you love sports, but I think that is a really, really cool program you have here. Well, thank you. It's a sports business program. We continue to tweak it. We just had our advisors uh, uh, meeting about 10 days ago and, and a lot of new things that are ha going to happen for the future. We're going to actually be starting a recreational management program, which will be, uh, tied in with the sports management program almost almost together and piecing a few other uh, health science uh, pieces uh, with this which will which will really be I think be very good but uh, the sport management program attracts kids from out of state as well as in state and it offers an opportunity for students to to uh, get involved in in the world of sports whether it be managing an athletic facility working at nascar or we have kids who've done things with the fisher cats timmy howe is a full-time employee with the fisher cats daisho shimoto daisho shimoto is the uh video coordinator for uh the denver nuggets wow so he played basketball for me here and so yeah, i mean all sorts of different things eric eric marsh is uh, one of our proud graduates and he's the owner and manager of fun intelligent training right here in concord he's got his own business and he's done very well and many of our students uh go and do internships with him and, and also uh, get a chance to see what his business is all about well paul we really appreciate it i'm looking forward to six games here starting at noon uh got a first class facility and we're definitely, we're actually going to be covering a couple of NHTI basketball games 
uh, this season. So that should be interesting. Any specific games that you're kind of eyeing as the the game that you you'd want us here for? Well, we always like the the Central Maine game as a rival game that. Uh, that's a biggie. Uh, we're, we got a little revenge that we're going to want to get with great uh, with uh, College of St. Joe's. It was the one time we were pretty flat the other night, so that will be a game that uh, will be of interest too. Our schedule the second semester is brutal. We're playing Villa Maria from Buffalo, New York. We're playing Berkeley. We're playing Williamson, who we lost to early in the season. It's a very good team. They're ranked number two. Berkeley's ranked number one. They're a terrific team. So we've got a lot of great games the second semester. It's going to be very, very challenging. And you guys play a lot of games. We play 30 games. Yeah. 30 games. We keep our kids uh, actively moving, and we have a B program, so kids who can't totally commit to all the things that we want to do, we have them up. Uh, Playing games, so we got a group headed up to Brewster Academy this morning for a little scrimmage game. I thought Brewster beat someone like one thirty to something last well, night. We're not playing their eighteen, you know, <laughs> which, uh, you know with uh, Jason Smith. So, <laughs> all right, Paul. Well, thanks. Have a good uh, trip out to Albany. Thanks so much for everything here. And uh, if you want to check out information on NHTI Best Bet, go to the website nhti.edu. Absolutely, that's uh, that'll be a great spot. We'll have a little table set up out in the lobby as well. All right, Paul Hogan, uh, the athletic director, men's basketball coach here at NHTI. The Lynx, ranked number seven in the nation. We'll get a timeout, come back. We'll get Nate Camp from Kearsarge. The Cougars, they don't start until next week, but they will be part of the Coaches for a Cause Jamboree. They're playing our final game of the day against Bedford. It's D3 against D1, 7.30 scheduled tip time. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's home for Friday Night Lights. Welcome back to the New Hampshire High School Hoop Show, week one edition of the program, and we're doing it on the road. We're at NHDI in Concord a couple of hours before tip-off to the start of our Coaches for a Cause Preseason Jamboree, the fourth annual event to support New Horizons for New Hampshire Soup Kitchen, Food Pantry, Homeless Shelters in Manchester. On the line right now, one of the coaches whose teams is going to be playing in the game. They're actually playing the last game of the day, a scheduled tip-off 7.30 tonight. Bedford out of Division One, a quarterfinal team in D1, taking on the runners-up from Division Three last year. The Kearsarge Cougars here to talk about uh, his team and the start of the season with us is Nate Camp. Coach Camp, uh, good morning and uh, welcome to the program. You're our first guest of the year, our first coaching guest of the year from the high school ranks. So that's got to be worth something, right? Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. You know, it's certainly an honor and. Uh... You guys do a great job. This is obviously for a great cause today, so we're excited about it, and I'm um, happy to be a part of it. Um, ready to get get things going. Are you uh, you ready to go with Bedford? What have you uh, have you scouted Bedford at all? Any any film or anything like that? Do you know what you're facing today? Um, well, we've seen some film from you know last year. Um, I've talked to some other coaches across the state. I mean, they're very good, very talented. Uh, you know, going to be a physical team. I'm sure it's going to be. Uh, we're going to have our hands full for sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've had some we've had some really good scrimmages so far. Um, we have a long way to go, but you know, we Hollis Brookline, uh, Wyndham, um, we've scrimmaged so far. We also scrimmaged Littleton, which is Division Four state champion from last year, um, and Laconia. So we've had some we've had some really tough scrimmages, and, and the kids have been challenged, which is obviously what we uh, we're hoping for. 
I thought one of the big stories last year in that Final Four was Tommy Johnson and the way that kid just stepped up. And, you know, the first time I started covering him during the regular season, I, I think I saw you guys against Franklin in the regular season before that epic, epic quarterfinal game. But the, that kid I kind of stood out a little bit. And then when he got to Southern New Hampshire, I wrote about it, and you and I just talked about it last week. Some kids kind of shrink from the moment, and some kids look like they were waiting to get there, and it was just natural to him. And he was one of those. You know, kind of talk about him now as a, as a team leader. You know, it's, it's three starters back, Taylor Matos, Joe Starozek, and, of course, Tommy Johnson. But uh, talk about that kid and, uh, you know, how he's really evolved as a player. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I certainly had my eye on these kids since, you know, they were in 7th and 8th grade. Uh, they, a special group of kids. Um, but Tommy's someone who just has a knack for, you know, putting the ball in the hoop. You know, I mean, he, he putting the ball in his hands, good things happen either, you know, for himself or for his teammates. Uh, um, you know, he really has stepped up his game where um, you know, he, he puts a ton of time in, you know. Like, he's, we had fall workouts um, that the kids did. Um, after school, and you know he he'd do that with the kids, with his teammates, and then he'd spend another half hour, forty minutes on his own, just doing his ball handling and stuff. So yeah, he's he's a special kid. I think the mental aspect of, of the game is is critical, as you as you mentioned. Um, you know, certain kids can really step up under pressure. Um, you know, like he, even though this is a scrimmage tonight, I mean, it's going to be a great atmosphere. Um, it's going to be against a great great team, so it's going to be. Um, as close to a game setting or even a playoff setting as, as it can get this early in the season. And I think uh, someone like that will certainly embrace it. And, and the, the thing that we need to have him do now is get everybody else around him, you know, to raise their game. And, um, you know, with him, Taylor, and um, Ray, Ray Critch is our, is our one senior uh, on this team. So those three are captains. And, you know, there's Superman graduated last year. You know, Trent Norby was pretty yeah. special for us. And there'd be times where we'd be down two, and he'll get a big rebound, or he would have got a block or something, taking a charge, and then we just get going, you know. And so that that component is going to be critical. With you know, any, anybody can lead with when, when you're up twenty, but when you really need to make plays, um, these guys are still you know still a little young, and I want to make sure that they can uh, handle that type of pressure. <laughs> hey, coach, it's uh, Justin McIsaac. Um, why did you annoy the schedule maker? Because you played your first seven games on the road. What did you do? Did you back over somebody's cat? What happened? Seven <laughs> games on the road. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, certainly I'm not – I have no idea what happened there. Um, <laughs> we're we're, we're going to find out what we're made of, that's for sure. Hopefully I, it will galvanize us a little bit. And, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I might have to send uh, you after the uh, the NHIAA. Maybe, <laughs> uh, you know, get a, get a – Get someone off, you know, get you off the top rope and, and see what happens. <laughs> I, I don't go to the top rope anymore, but uh, <laughs> but I was going to say, is that a chance for your uh, to really get your team to come together? Because that's a lot of adversity right out of the gate, seven straight uh, road games. You don't play at home until looks like the thirteenth against Fall Mountain. Yeah, you, you know, and and to com- compound that is, you know, you've got some really tough teams that we that we, that we draw. So we, we open sure, up yeah. with Stevens. I think Stevens is going to be a top three or four team. Um, I, Hopkinson, I just I just watched. I scouted them last night. I mean, they're they're very good. Um, so, you know, and then then you open up coming out of uh, January with the Phoenix. I mean, that's that. You know, we're going to play three of the potential top five teams. Right. So we'll find out early where we're at. Um, on the flip side, you know, then then we've got 
you know, we'll have nine, you know, our next 11 games after that is going to be, I think we'll have nine home games, two road games the rest of the way. So yeah. from that standpoint, um, you know, I think we'll be a different team. Uh, you know, when we, the last time I was on the show, I think you guys had me on. We got up, we got a, you know, fake bitten overtime by, by Hawkington uh, like a year ago. And that was, that was a team that certainly at that point in the season, um, you know, we had aspirations of getting to the Final Four and, and trying to win it, but um, certainly nowhere near the team that we, we ended up being. Nate Camp from Kearsarge is our guest. Uh, his team, they did not get underway last night like a lot of Division Three and a lot of Division Four did. They're going to be at uh, Stevens, uh, a tough one right off the bat on Tuesday. That's a team that has a lot of promise going into the season. But, Coach, I was hoping to get you to look back a little bit on last year and just talk about what that experience, getting to Snoo, getting to the championship game, knocking off Conant. I think you guys shocked a lot of people maybe outside of your community. I, I think a lot of people were surprised. And then you took Pelham down to the wire with great Keith Brown in his uh, final game at Pelham. And uh, that was just a lot of fun covering your team. And it seemed like your whole team the whole school that whole community really really got into it and they were like they were just enjoying it to the fullest and, and i'm sure that was a great experience for you guys it was you know it was a special run um you know when you you look back on it um you know those kids you know we, we talk about what it took to get there in, in that journey um and it just, we just kept getting you know mentally tough along the way um, we had some close games. We had some overtime games during the regular season that really, I think, paid dividends for us. So that when we, you know, when we got to the bright lights of snow, um, you know, we didn't back down. Um, we had some, you know, we had something to prove, and I think that will be the difference between last year and this year. Is we've got to we've got to play with that edge. You know what I mean? I think everybody's got Kearsarge circled on their calendar this year, um, whereas last year I think we were, you know, we were kind of the hunter last year. So. Um, you know, we've got to we've got to still have that mentality, though. Um, we've got to be got to be hungry every night because um, we know we're going to get everybody's best. Um, but specifically about last season, we just had great leadership. You know, and and I love I love these kids. They they put a lot of time in. They're very very dedicated. Um, and the the positive with the kids that we have this year is that you know they learn from the best. They learn from a really good group of kids. That that senior group was really yeah. special. Um, and this community, um, you know, the one thing um, that, that you'll know about this community is, and a lot of communities across the state, but they just rally around their own. And, and boy, I think the entire community shut down for about a two-week period and uh, supported these guys. Um, and I think, to be honest, they're going to do the same thing with the girls' program. I think our girls' program is going to be, you know, have a great season. They're already 3-0 and this year. So certainly um, basketball is big here. Um, as all, you just, you just really, you, you, you want to, you know, cheer for kids that work hard and, and uh, believe in themselves. Uh, what about Taylor Matos? I had him as uh, the co-player of the year in the preseason along with Alex Schwartz uh, of Mascoma. Uh, what about Taylor? I mean, it, he had some injuries last year. I think he was out for a while, right? Was that a wrist injury or something? And, uh, thumb, I think. Thumb, right? Thumb or something. Thumb, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on him? I mean, his brother's not here anymore. Zach graduated. Um, after being one of your leaders last year, is you know, is he taking on a different sort of role? I can't get a read on him. He's a really nice kid. Is he a vocal kind of leader, or is he a more you know lead by example kind of kid? 
Um, probably more by example. We're working on obviously the the um, the vocal part of it with, with all of the guys. You know, like um, I've mentioned to them, you know, um, teams that don't talk on defense don't don't win, or they're not they're not they're not going to be very good. You know, like and we've got to be more vocal. And I think if he can, you know, develop a little bit more of the the Kevin Garnett um, syndrome in the back, where he can like really just talk to everybody, let them know where they're at. And then when, you know, when he gets a block or a rebound, we're going, you know, and um, our, our thing is always, you know, defend and rebound. And it, and it starts with him, you know, being that rim protector. So um, he, he's a special kid. I, 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 his game has, you know, from, from his freshman year where, where he started um, for us, you know, he still, and even last year, he still kind of had, you know, those bandy legs um, where he was growing into his body and, now, boy, he you know he's gotten stronger. Um, he, you know he's still, you know, and he, he just he just really he he's bought in. You know, he's certainly you know he's a great teammate. Um, I think one of the the things that's underestimated about his game is that he's a tremendous passer. Um, and for a big man who most likely will be double teamed uh, for part of each game um, or come with double team help, he finds open guys. He makes people around him better. Um, and he and he knows, you know. Even when he gets a rebound, he, he just sometimes takes it defensively and takes up the floor. And um, he's really worked on his ball handling. So he's scary. I mean, if you see a six seven kid coming at you on the break, um, yeah, yeah, you know that's that's not really uh, something you see most of the time in New Hampshire. So uh, he, he's he's a great kid too. I mean, you, you you talk to him and he's just he's such a he's a kind kid. Um, all our teammates love him, and um, this community loves him. Yeah, so, so last question before we let you go, and I, I, frankly, I think the most important question. In, the, in your accomplishments, your greatest moments in your life, of course, your, your wedding day, the birth of your children, where does uh, officiating, uh, refereeing a, a box, a, a fake wrestling match uh, as the Maplewood of Justin McIsaac Nothing and Adam it. Thurston, where does that counting Justin McIsaac down uh, on the porch at the Maplewood, where does that rank for you, Nate? Second, third? It should yeah, be first. I'd say it's it's a it's a close it's a close third after you know oh! my children. He had Thurston down, right? I mean, no, Thurston had him, right? Right? <laughs> you were pounding. Yeah, you did a did. nice job. I Took just the- you know, I really hope that uh, McIsaac, when he's announcing the boys today, like I just hope he, you know. He, he, I don't even know if he knows where Kearsarge is, first of all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I've never been to the town of Kearsarge, you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the That's, town of Messina, either. No, never. Yeah, exactly. you got to know where these, these, these communities are. North Sutton, baby. Uh, That's right, baby. <laughs> North West. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but guys, if you... Um, you made my you made my summer. That's for sure. That was a highlight. Well, no you're not the first person to say that, coach. <laughs> <laughs> coach, thanks so much for the time. What time are you guys heading over here? It's 7:30 tip time. Uh, what, what time is the Kearsarge contingent coming? Uh, we're hoping to get over there. Um, catch definitely before the, the the Lebanon game. We're gonna try to catch the game that's in. You know, uh, I think it's maybe the four o'clock game. The Lebanon uh, Winnicana is scheduled for six o'clock. Yeah, so we'll be there before that. We'll probably catch the game that's before that one um, a little bit, like go into that and definitely watch the Winnicunit Lebanon game. Um, a lot of our guys have played AAU with the Winnicunit kids and the Lebanon kids. We really want to support them. Uh, I think they're both both teams are going to have great seasons. Um, I mean, to be honest, it'd be great to go down there for every single game today. But um, you know, there's just a lot, uh, a lot of a lot of good kids to support. Um, great coaches. 
you know, the camaraderie, the, the fraternity of coaches that um, are part of this this weekend, but also just across the state in general, have been extremely supportive, and um, you know, I look up to a lot of them. So should be uh, should be an exciting uh, game, and um, Coach Maddie's a good friend of mine, and. Um, you know, I looked to him for a lot of advice throughout the years, and I, you know, cheered him on. Hope that he can finish the Division Two title, um, you know, this year. All right, Coach. We'll see you in a little while. Thanks so much for the time, Nate Camp. Here, Sarge Cougars looking to win the ship this year, Division Three. We'll talk to you a little bit later, Coach. Time out here on the New Hampshire High School Hoop Show. We'll come up. We'll get you towards the top of the hour, 10. we got Nick Fissette, the Epping coach, coming on the other side at 10 o'clock. Pete Terrier, Dave Haley, Justin McIsaac here. NHTI in Concord getting ready for the coaches for a Back here on the New Hampshire High School Hoop Show. First show of the year, and we're doing it live from NHTI in Concord, it's the Coaches for a Cause Jamboree, which gets underway a little bit more than two hours from now. Spalding against Pelham in the first game, Londonderry and Hollis Brookline in the second game, Merrimack Manchester West in the third game, three o'clock tip time. Portsmouth versus New Mission out of Boston at four thirty. Then you got Winnicott against Lebanon at six, and Bedford taking on Kearsarge at seven thirty. And the proceeds from this event going to support New Horizons for New Hampshire, the soup kitchen, food pantry, and homeless shelters. And uh, we're actually going to have a couple of hours of radio coverage of the event this afternoon between 2 and 4 p.m. while these games are going on. Not play-by-play. We'll bring on some guests and we'll talk. And we'll talk about what we've seen so far and uh, should be a lot of fun. But, Dave, the, the whole uh, the, the whole idea this thing came up a few years ago five years ago probably because this being the fourth year of the event where we wanted to do something in the preseason to showcase high school basketball to maybe show what these smaller school teams could do against some of the big school teams and i think it's worked out great now in the fourth year of the program it's going to be hard for us to ever top that first year because you know you had conant play who won division three that year play Manchester Central ended up going 22-0 that season, and that was a 29-27 game, I like to say. And I think the final score, they lost by like 12 maybe, Conant, but they hung. And that was people, when I began this website, Conant was the big mystery. They were like Bigfoot, like nobody. How would they do against some real teams? Yeah, no one had really seen them, and they couldn't really tell, and... And so, yeah, I mean, this this kind of began because of when Milford won the championship and BG won the championship in the same year, who would have won those games? So, yeah, no, I think today's great. And a team like Kirasage playing Bedford on a big stage with announcers and music and everything and a crowd for a preseason game, you can't beat it. So it's, it's, it's a great day. I'm really looking forward to that hollis brookline Londonderry game. Hollis same Brookline's thing with West and, and Merrimack. hollis brookline is 6'7", 6'4", 6'4". Yeah. Yeah, with Simcoe and yeah. and Father Gill, a point guard. All sport cards gonna be tough. Huh? Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. All right, want to thank uh, Nate Camp and Paul Hogan, who both joined us during the first hour of the program. We got the Epping coach Nick Fissett. He'll join us on the other side of the top of the hour. We'll get you a Beals Insurance scoreboard. Tell you what the scores were from the all twenty games last night. There was uh, games in Division Three and Division Four boys. We'll get to the scores for all of those on the other side. New Hampshire High School Hoop Show, ESPN New Hampshire, nhsportspage.com.